everyone and welcome to another segment of your favourite little podcast, Honest to Pod. This is the segment for episode 101, which is a remarkable number. Do you guys remember the TV show Room 101? I never watched it. It's like where they they get to decide whether it goes into the room or not, isn't it? It's like these yeah, different so topics. Room 101 is um, it, it's it's from 1984, George Orwell's 1984, and they they come in, they make their case of why things should go in room 101. So in the TV show, there'd be things like personalized number plates or joint salt, salt, little stupid things like salt, joint salt and pepper shakers, things that, you know, things like that. And so with this being episode 101, hopefully nobody is putting our podcast in the actual room. (laughs) (laughs) But this week is an agony ash and we've got some juicy little bits to talk through. Matt, I have two and I know you have one. Um, so I'll kick off one of mine, then you can do yours, and I'll do my last one. All right. Hello, Ash, Matt, and Jordan. I have a problem. I was recently being intimate with my boyfriend, and when he was going down, <laughs> down on me, I farted. It was so embarrassing. Um, he <laughs> I can't stop but laugh. Sorry. Um, he he would have noticed, but has yet to say anything. But I'm so embarrassed. Should I address it or just leave it? I think that's really reasonable. Like it's happened. It's definitely happened with me. I'm absolutely certain that I even had a little bit of poo in my mouth. I'm certain of it. Oh, that's so grim. <laughs> yeah, I know. So grim. I know. It's just... You, Jordan, you've always said it to me, especially when it comes to, like, you know, anal sex and gay sex. It's like, a little bit of mess is inevitable. Yeah, for, exactly. for sure, for sure. And also, like, when someone's rimming you or you get a massage or whatever... It's really hard not to fart. Oh my god! <laughs> you get so relaxed. Mm. <laughs> I am. Farts happen. Yeah, I don't think. It, I actually, I don't really think it's that much of a big deal. It's more funny than anything. Yeah. Okay. I would. I my opinion is just leave it. Like, don't bring it up. Like, laugh at it if it happens again, but don't address it and don't be embarrassed. I don't think it's. It's not. A problem. Don't bring it up specifically. Don't make a big deal about it. But I do think mm. if it's like the first time you're with someone, like it's worth mentioning that mm. that there's a potential for it, I guess, but this, it's not a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal, personally. No, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't even mention it. No. Because yeah. you know sorry. some people get, you know, like when you're like, if someone's bottom or whatever, people get really anxious about like just that fart sound, you know, like mm. sometimes when you're doing it, which I think is just going to happen. Like, I I like it. I like it because it means that like they're just relaxed. I think I equate it to being really relaxed and in the moment because, you know, you're letting air in and out and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they must be really enjoying it then. That's like a really positive farts. way to look at it. I love, yeah. Yeah, I love a funny fart. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I said to my mum, because I just found out and I was like in primary school and I was like, what a fanny fart. <laughs> I just got hit in the head. She was like, don't ask ridiculous questions. <laughs> They're called queefs, aren't they? Yeah. And I was like, what yeah. is this? Because I obviously didn't know that these happened. I knew we had farts. I didn't know they came from the fanny. My older brother had said it. And then uh, no, I got I got hit for that. <laughs> my my little brother's name's Keith, and I always call him Queef instead, and he, he hates it. Yeah. Imagine being associated with a little fanny fart. Farts happen. That's funny. Um. Cool. So I think we've all just sort of said, don't make a big deal of it. It happens. It's natural, and just leave it. Laugh at it next time. Go ahead, Matt, if you're one. Okay. So mine says. I've been chatting to a guy for six weeks with lots of texting, flirting, and the odd bit of FaceTime. He's frontline, so is busy at the moment, but he works down the road from me. We've arranged to meet for a walk three times, and each time he's had an excuse to bail. The first two were understandable and semi-expected. 
The last was that he was super hungover and didn't want to meet when he wasn't on form. Three times and uh, you're out rule. Should he follow the three times you're out rule or just wait until the world returns to normal and see if this guy is keen? I hate the whole rule thing. I just think when people are like, oh, am I calling him too much or am I not calling him enough or should I wait this amount of time or should I wait that amount of time? I just think that's all bullshit. Like if you like someone, message them. If you don't, then don't. I don't think there should be any restrictions on how many times you should or shouldn't try and message someone. But if they like them, if, like, if they like them enough, you know, just message them again and just say, look, when are you going to be free? And if it doesn't happen, then just leave it. Yeah, free I think I, I, I agree and don't agree. Um, I agree in the sense of like, not that, no, sorry, not that I don't agree. I agree that you're right. If you like somebody, message him and, you know, get out of the way because you'll never know either way. And if you don't do it, you'll never, like, never know and you could hate yourself. Um, I think in this scenario, what he, what's he saying is they have arranged to meet and the three times they've arranged to meet in person, this guy's had reasons to not meet. And I think, I think what they're referring to is my three rules are not because I give usually people three, you know, I'll make the effort three times. Um, so, you know, for example, I've, if we've arranged to meet once, fine, twice, I'm annoyed, but you know, and then the third time I'm just like, if you want to meet me, you'll meet me. Like, it's okay being hungover to meet me. I know it, to me, it's like, I personally would say three rules and out. Given that we're in this scenario of lockdown, um, I would say let it chill for a bit. Whenever lockdown lifts and things are a bit more easier to do, I would reach out to this person again saying, Hey, do you want to meet up? and get them to drive it, get them to set a time and a date that they work for. And then you've given them that. And as long as you're free at that time and they take it from there, if they're, if for whatever reason they decide to, that they can't, they have to cancel or whatever else comes up, I would, I would walk away. That's four times. And I'd be well done by that point. That's me personally though. That's mad because normally I'd be at the opposite, but I think there should just be a hard no. And it's not it's not because of the games. Like, I think you should text people as much as you want to or as little. But if someone's not interested or keen, like I think it's very obvious. And if yeah. you're chasing something because it, you want it to happen, but someone keeps letting you down, if it makes you feel bad, if you're feeling upset because someone's not giving you the attention that you want, and some people are more intense than others. I'm quite intense, so I need someone who matches me on that level in a respect, you know, who mm. wants to message me, who wants to see me. I can't deal, it doesn't make me feel good if someone is flaky or absent because for whatever reason. Mm. Um, and so to protect myself in the situation, I don't want to be chasing this person. I would just be like, bounce. Like, people, people, people that cancel do it because they're not that into it, I believe. Not because, because if they really want to see you, they'll really yeah. want to see you. I, agree. I believe that. I believe that fundamentally. And especially like hungover, like, because like, yeah, hungover is not great. But if you really want to see someone, being hungover the third time, like, I, it's just like, what a terrible excuse. Yeah, I think so. I do. I think it's a bad excuse. You can always go for a walk, and once you're out, you're out, and stuff like it's fine. So yeah, yeah I would just say, just don't, don't. Even, I would say, just count it. If it's making you stressed and worried, yeah, I would. I would. I, in your life. That is my usual stance on it for sure. And I just think in this case, maybe it's the benefit of the doubt because lockdown is, lockdowns. Uh, treating everyone differently and you know it's not going to be that long until things are getting easier well i guess at the minute things are easier we can meet other people now and be social outside and sit and have drinks and coffees and stuff so that's easier 
But it depends how you feel. If you genuinely feel really shit every single time, then definitely don't set yourself up to have it happen for a fourth time. No. If in a couple of months he comes across on your like Instagram or something, and then you're like, oh, do you know? Because I did it all the time. Then I'm like, oh, I'm going to mm. message then. But I wouldn't plan for it. I'm no. like, okay, no, I'll stop. And then if it comes up, it comes up. Cool. Matthew, you love a rejection. A rejection just literally makes you more like, I'm going to chase them, I'm going to get them, and you just won't leave it until you get them. <laughs> no, that's not true. It absolutely is. It is. I slid into TDMs this week. <laughs> One of which was like giving me no airtime. And I was like, just to be clear, are you not interested? <laughs> I just need you to tell me. <laughs> um, I downloaded the apps relatively recently and they'll just give me nothing. And yesterday I was just in like a hissy fit and I was like, I'm dating them again. Because it's just so annoying. Like it's so hard to get anyone sort of like, attention is so hard mm. it's so frustrating and i was in like a needy mood i think i feel bad when i download the apps but i guess i shouldn't because i you know needs must and all that sort of shit but mm. i just felt like i didn't have any interaction with like people that might be interested and then it just didn't give me what i wanted i was like this is stupid men are fucking stupid my last one is hey guys so i have an issue i've recently come out as gay and i find the gay community is cruel I'm trying to date, but everyone just seems so cutthroat. Things start well, but it seems to turn sour after a while. And I find that I'm putting too much energy into it or I'm being too forward and it seems to put people off. What can I do? It's a tough one. That is a tough you, one. If you've got a personality that is just in the, in the moment and you feel for it and you don't... It is a tough one because I also feel for people who've recently come out as gay and don't understand what gay culture can be like yeah it's brutal they're not wrong about that like it is it's cutthroat especially yeah. i mean i'm assuming but it sounds like they've come out in a city you know like it came out in london or something you know mm. somewhere that's busy because there it's cutthroat for sure when you're in like the sticks i feel like people just gravitate towards each other because there's not much option mm. um but dating in in london and big cities i feel like is quite difficult because people can just let you go you're really disposable and you have to kind mm. of get over that the fact that people know that there's like tons of options so you can just pick up what you want that's a massive issue with london i think with dating in london is that if someone's dating someone they're still carrying on dating lots of other people to still waiting for the next best thing to come along rather than just for getting sure. to know that person it's quite tough in london yeah i would agree i think there is that always like, like i remember um i seen a joke on instagram where this person was like a little video was like dating in london they go and pick an apple off the tree and they bite out of it and then drop it and then take another apple off the tree bite it and then drop it and take another apple off the tree i thought it's so true it is it is like that people people go out for the best thing that night they don't care if it's it could they they could have the best night ever and then the a week later go out meet somebody different and then they forget about that first person yeah it's also it's also about that like that hit as well especially i think on the apps where people i think i think people in london message people on the apps to get that satisfaction that they know that that person's back into them um they're interested but things might not ever happen and sometimes you can feel sometimes you can feel that you're being too forward because you're chasing something that you're just not getting back but if you go into the mindset thinking that people are just in there to get what they need out of it on one of our like earlier podcast episodes and something we were looking at is like apps give the same sense that like gamblers get 
when they win and like the slots or something that same rush and people are just looking for that same rush mm. and that same feeling the same as like what we said before i think because i again i feel like i can be quite intense but i don't think that anyone should change the way that they are based on what they think other people want if you're an intense person if you're forward there will be someone out there for you that re- likes you for who you are and you shouldn't yeah. try and play games so i would say like continue as you are you'll make mistakes but you should definitely figure out what works for you but don't try and change to be something that you're not if you're forward mm. if you're up front there will be someone out there i actually think in this instance you kind of have to play the numbers though if it is this instance get used to the fact that you are disposable and become resilient in that fact because mm. i think it'll be very difficult to find meaningful engagements if it feels like the more like the more you date the harder it becomes and mm. in london or a place like this i think gay dating in general I think it's a numbers game. And the fact that they've recently come out, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how long recently is, but if they've come out like just like during or just before lockdown, you've probably not even had a chance to fully experience. Messaging people on apps is a very different experience than meeting people in gay venues and gay bars and things like that. So hopefully again, once lockdown opens, you can get to explore things a little bit differently. No one meets in person anymore. It happens. I mean, I did. I met Ed last year in person. I was going to say, not, gonna say Ed last year. <laughs> Don't be disheartened. I still think it happens. And it's also a nicer story. I think it's a nicer story to say you met in real life than on an app. No, I don't Why'd think it's a nicer story. Yeah, I don't think it's nicer. Why do you think no, that? No, I just, I don't know. I just, in my mindset, it's like, I don't know. But then I also don't like, I'm weird because I don't, I don't think the first time we meet somebody's a date. So You don't think the third or fourth time you meet someone's a date? No. What do you class it as then? You just met some random person in the street today. A pre-date coffee catch-up. <laughs> well, no. For example, I would go out and I'd say, like, let's meet for a coffee. Because in my head, if we go meet, if I meet somebody for a coffee, it's really just vetting that they're not a psycho. So I wouldn't call that a date because it's more like... Like you know, an interview. In my head, I'm... Yeah, getting it's a pre-screening, but it's a date. It's a pre-screening. It's not a date. It's a date. It's not a date. Yeah, so I would never say I'd never say I'm dating this person. It's like, I've met them once for a coffee. That's not a date. You went on a date. On a date. No. No, no, no. 100%. That's so bizarre that you don't think it's a date. I don't think it's a date. We don't need to go into that. It is a date, but... We should have a poll. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is a coffee a date? I went for a date I went for a date on Monday, and it was all right. Like, it was quite good. But you know when you just... It's, I find it really difficult. I can't eject when I want to. When I've made that decision, whether it's pre-screen or date, I find it really difficult to be like, do you know what? I'm going to go. When I'm outside, when I'm sitting down somewhere having a drink, once you've finished something, it's easy to be like, oh, I finished my drink, I need to go. But we're like in the middle of a park walking and I'm just like, what do I do? Like, how do I just leave? We're like in the middle of an open park and I didn't know where we were, like in West London. So I was like, where's the closest tube? I have no idea where the closest tube is. We've had this conversation. Just tell them before you meet, I've got 30 minutes and I've got to bounce. And then if you're enjoying it, just stay. You can do that in real life, but I'm like, I have no job. I have nothing to do. <laughs> they don't they don't know all that though. No, they don't. I'm too upfront. Like that's why I always yeah. say that's why I always go for coffee. Because you go for coffee. But you did go nobody, for coffee. Well that was so you went for coffee. Oh, and then you went for a walk with the coffee. Yeah, you can't you can't sit I'm saying the, the, yeah. the problem with walks and being outside is there's no I'm not I haven't found like where the point is to be like, oh do you know what I'm not feeling it. Just tell them. That's what I'm struggling with. Just say, look, I'm really not feeling this. Nice to meet you, but... <laughs> In the ya. middle of a park, I'm like, literally... <laughs> Absolutely, why yeah. Why don't you text Jordan and I and say SOS, and then we, we know that as a code to call you and be like, Matt, there's an emergency. The goldfish drowned. Well, I've deleted the apps now because I was like, I'm done with this. So no more dates for a while. We'll see. 
Um, so yeah, hopefully that helps everyone who messaged in. Thank you for everyone who sent, sent in their little little bits for Agony Ash. We hope you find some really useful nuggets of information there. Jordan, thank you very much for joining us again. Thank you. Matthew, always a pleasure to see your face. And yeah, everyone have a good week. Make sure you check in our next episode out on Thursday. See you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,